0: day and welcome to the NCSA mental health devotion. My name is Nandi Fleming and I'll be your host for today's worship. Before we start, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, what a privilege it is for us to know you and to understand how mighty and powerful you are, not just mighty and powerful in the works that you do upon the earth, but that you can do in our lives, how you can transform us, how you can transform our situations, and Lord, how you can come and rescue out, us out of any situation that we find ourselves in. And Lord, we expectantly look towards you. You are our hope. You are our salvation. You are the one that we lean on in times of trouble, and Lord, without you, we have no hope. It is only in you that we hope and in the fact that we know that Jesus Christ died for our sins and that one day we will be free from this world and the struggles and the trials of this world. So Lord, we pray, may you come, may your kingdom come, may we quickly see you coming on the clouds of heaven so that once and for all, Lord, that this sorrow and these troubles will be over. We pray this, Lord, not because we are worthy, but only because of the love of Jesus Christ and in his name. Amen. I'd like to read to you for our verse today out of the book of Psalms, chapter 37, verse 40. It says, The Lord helps them and He delivers them. He delivers them from the wicked and He saves them because they take refuge in Him. The title for my talk today is Stop Trying to Save Yourself. Right now we live in the history of this world that is quite different from what the world used to be. The world is filled with turmoil at the moment. We have seen and we have experienced death, job losses, economies crashing, home evictions, natural disasters, persecutions, violence, families turning on each other and all types of bad things we have experienced in a quite intense way in the last year or so. And as God's children, we kind of anticipate that these dangers and these terrible times that lay ahead of us is going to get worse and the intensity is going to increase as the last days approach. However, we remember what Jesus said in the gospel of Luke chapter 21, verse 28. He said, so when you see all of these things begin to happen, stand up and look up for your salvation is near. In Luke 18 verse 1 he says, Then Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up. In the context of the, the, the chapter of Luke, we see basically that Jesus is telling his disciples, he's preparing them, saying to them that there are going to come times which are not going to be so good. But despite the fact that there are going to be trials and tribulations, he says to them, you should always pray and don't give up. The King James Version says, pray always and do not faint. In other words, the Bible is telling me that Jesus understood the fact that there are going to come times in in our lives, there's going to come times in the history of this earth where we as humans, where we as God's children might feel weak. We might feel discouraged and we might feel like fainting. We might feel like giving up. And Jesus encourages his disciples in the book of Luke, Luke chapter um, 18 verse one, where he says to them, keep praying, don't give up, don't be faint of heart, but rather keep hoping in me, keep hoping in that which is to come. Luke 21 verse 26, the Bible goes further and Luke continues to talk and he says although he says we should not faint he says that there are going to be people who are going to faint Um, he says people will faint from terror apprehensive of what is going to come to this world for the heavenly bodies will be shaken but then he says all of these things are going to happen but when they do we should stand up look up because our salvation is at hand in other words Luke is trying to portray the difference between the children of God and what possibly could happen if we don't continue to hold on if we don't continue to have faith in our Lord Jesus Christ as our Savior, he's saying there will be those who will be tempted to faint, who will feel the the terrors of this world increasing, whether it is in relationship, whether it is in their own personal lives, whether it is in the natural disasters all around. But he says, you know, there will be those who will faint and those who will give up. But he says we as God's children should keep praying and not give up. Jesus continues to tell his disciples a parable. A parable of how not to give up but to keep holding on despite the things that are happening around them. And it's a parable of the widow found in Luke chapter 18 onwards. Luke chapter 18 verse 1 till the end. Basically this parable is a parable of a widow. A widow who goes with a request to a judge in her town, in her city. And she asks this judge to avenge her from her enemies. Now you You might, when you read the parable, ask yourself the question, avenge her from her enemies in what way? You see, the background to the story is that there was this poor widow who had lost her husband to death. And the reason she became poor is because of the death of her husband. And she was unable to regain her ruined fortunes. Because after her husband's death, she was left friendless, poor, destitute, and in need of help. And nobody wanted to help her. There was nobody to stand up for her cause. Nobody to fight for her. Nobody to save her. So she goes to this judge and in the parable unfortunately this judge is a cruel judge and she asks him for help to say avenge me from my enemy, avenge me from those who will not give me what is rightfully mine so that I can live a happy life. Now unfortunately this judge in the story is very indifferent towards this widow in the beginning. He is hard hearted and he exercises arbitrary power just to show her that he doesn't have to comply to her request and for a while he refuses to go along with what is right. You see this This widow was righteous. There was no reason for her to be in the position that she was in except for the fact that her husband had died. But he shows her no pity. He has no pity for her suffering, for her pain or for what she is going through. But you see, she would not fail. She would not become discouraged. And she continues pleading with this uncruel this unjust judge that is cruel she keeps pleading with him to avenge her from her enemies and to give her what is rightfully hers and by her nagging by her persistence and by her not giving up having faith that if she continues asking she will get what she wants because of this persistence eventually the cruel judge avenges her and gives her what she needs you see this woman was in a situation that was not of her own doing it was simply because of the death of her husband that she found herself in this position she fell into misfortune after her husband's death and she couldn't save herself except to appeal to a higher authority to step in and to do what was right by her the judge was her only help and this really made me think This story of the widow that exactly like this widow, we sometimes find ourselves in a position in life here on earth where we are cast into a situation that we have no control over, where we cannot save ourselves, where we find ourselves destitute, where we find ourselves abandoned by people. You see after the death of this earth and you might ask me Nandi what do you mean the death of this earth? You see I believe that this earth slowly started to die and I don't mean the planet I mean us here on earth when sin entered into the world and when this earth died we became poor and miserable kind of like this widow where our lives no longer made sense where, where we are destitute Revelation 13 verse 17 echoes the sentiment it says but you do not realize that you are wretched you are pitiful poor, blind and naked and this is the state that we found ourselves in this world, we didn't ask for it, we find ourselves lonely outcasts with very few friends to help us and to help us to live a happy life here upon this earth we have very few people who fight on our behalf, as a matter of fact even when we try and fight for ourselves it seems that we only go to ruin when we try and make our lives work when we try and and just do the best that we can, even then we seem to not be saved from the situation that we find ourselves on here in this earth because of the first sins of Adam and Eve. You see, Second Kings 14 verse 26 says, For the Lord saw the affliction of Israel, which was very bitter. For there was neither bond nor free, nor was there any helper for Israel. And this is exactly the situation that we find ourselves in in the world. Just like Israel found themselves in, in the land of Egypt. That there was nobody to set them free. That there was nobody to save them. Just like that widow had nobody that was willing to stand up for her. And then she goes and she appeals to the judge. And we often appeal to the Lord saying Lord there is nobody that stands up for our cause there is nobody that we can go to who can we cry out to for help that will save us here upon this earth and just like this widow we often find ourselves here on this earth in a mess in a mess because of the disobedience of Adam and Eve because they sinned and we are cast into this sinful troubled world not of our own doing but because of their doing and this pains us because it is not fair so we cry out to a higher authority Just like the widow did. A higher authority that can step in and that can, you know, help us to do what is right by us. We cry out to the Lord in our distress, asking him to avenge us from our enemy, Satan. Our enemy, Satan, who has plunged us into this turmoil here upon this earth. Something we didn't ask for. And we see that the widow was avenged. And we see that the Lord will avenge us as well from our enemy, Satan, who is trying to destroy us. I believe this with all our heart. You see, the only difference between the parable and our reality here on earth is, is that our judge is not a cruel judge. He is compassionate. He is not indifferent. He doesn't try and show his control by arbitrary, you know, refusal to help us. As a matter of fact, he is compassionate. He sees us. He sees us in our pain. And we are dear to his heart. You see, God loves you with an infinite love. Zechariah 2, verse 8, says that God calls us the apple of his eye this is how dear we are to him and in the parable of this cruel judge right at the end jesus calls the attention of his hearers to the fact of what the unjust just judge said this is what he said and the lord said hear what the unjust judge says luke 18 verse 6 to 8 and shall not god then avenge his own elect who cry out day and night unto them though he bear long with them? I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. In other words, this cruel judge says, I only helped this widow because she kept nagging me and because I got tired of her and if I didn't help her, you know, she would keep nagging in my ear. But I am not a good person. If me, who is not such a good person, would help this woman because of her persistent faith, because of her persistent asking, because she didn't give up and she always hoped, how much more will your God, your God today, who you are calling to avenge you because you are crying out to him day and night and even though he bear long with you in other words even though even though he takes his time he might not answer you immediately i am telling you this is what the verse in luke chapter 18 verse 8 says that he will avenge you quickly he will avenge you in other words he will come and save you from whatever you are struggling with The interesting thing about us and our lives is is that oftentimes we do not wait for God to avenge us. We do not have that persistent cry out that the widow had. You see, the widow realized that there was nobody that could save her—not those who were around her because they were unwilling to help her, and she couldn't even save herself. And this is why she appealed to a higher authority. But oftentimes we appeal to God and we don't wait for Him. We don't wait for Him to answer, and then we try and figure it out on our own, and we make a mess of our lives. Viktor Frankl writes, and he says the the salvation of man is through love and in love you see it's because God loves us that he saves us and we need to remember that we need to remember that God loves us and that is how we can continue to persistently call upon his name knowing that he will come through for us and it is with confidence that we should keep crying to the Lord for surely because of this great love that he has for us he will silence our accuser Satan he will destroy our accuser Satan and he will rescue us from his hand and from the treachery that he has cast us into but you see we must not fail or become discouraged we must persistently day and night cry unto the Lord we must have faith that he is better than that cruel judge and that he will avenge our, his children as the verse said that he will surely and speedily come to avenge us don't lose hope don't lose faith God will come and save you he is your only savior Isaiah 43 verse 11 says and even I, I am the Lord, and beside me there is no savior. You see, Psalm thirty-three verse seventeen says, "For some of us, we try and trust in horses and in other people." It says, "A horse is a vain hope for deliverance, and despite all its great strength, it cannot save. It cannot save." the great preacher Charles Spurgeon echoed a similar sentiment where he says that we as humans often try and save ourselves out of the situations that I find ourselves in but this is not how we are going to be saved It says he says the greatest enemy to the human soul is the self righteous spirit which makes men look to themselves for salvation he's saying we shouldn't be looking to ourselves to save ourselves we shouldn't be trusting in our own strength we shouldn't be devising schemes on how to get ourselves out of situation or how to make ourselves right with God, how to protect ourselves from Satan but we should constantly be looking to the Lord for he is our only savior Acts 4 verse 12 says there is salvation in no one else for there is no other name under heaven that has been given to men by which they must be saved, saved from sin saved from oppression saved from pain, saved from heartache, saved from this life that we didn't ask for so hold on to this verse today from Romans 13 verse 11 says it says and do this understanding the present time that the hour has already come for you to wake up from your slumber because our salvation is nearer than we first believed. Over here what Paul is saying is Paul is saying that that we should hold on we should keep on because if we look at the world around us if we if we, if we we look at the, the way that the world is going right now we realize that our final salvation because God saves us every day Day. But our final salvation where we will be set free from everything in this world that is destroying us is at hand. It is so close when we look at the signs of the world all around us. And we should not lose hope. We have to have a persistent faith because God will come and save us. Isaiah 34 Verse four says, say to those with fearful hearts, be strong, do not fear, your Lord will come. He will come with vengeance, with divine retribution. He will come to save you. And I'd like to share with you a song now from this verse that's been composed out of this verse by Bob Fitz and by Gary Sandler that speaks about how we must hold on and not lose faith because our God will come and save us. Enjoy.
1: God strong and with his mighty arms when you call out his name he will come and say he will come and say he will come and say you say to the be Say to those who are broken hiding tonight.
0: The Pastoral Counseling Department of the NCSA invites you to join our daily mental health devotions. You can subscribe by WhatsApping the word YES to PLUS27836584296. Broadcasts will be sent out directly to your phone each morning at 8am. Topics are centered on biblical and psychological guidance to achieve good mental health and a balanced lifestyle despite the trials and crises of life. If you are interested in receiving these daily WhatsApp audio devotions straight to your phone, then WhatsApp the word YES to PLUS27836584296. And now, may your darkness turn to light as the Son of Righteousness rises with healing in His wings.